welcome to the Speedway Tavern. Here's Mr. Michael Harris. Oh, good evening, everybody. I can't actually hear a thing, by the way. Can you? <laughs> Probably just as well, at least. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I've literally just arrived in the studio, so I do not have my normal diatrobe. Um, so, other than to say good evening and welcome to the Speedway Tavern, everybody. Well, you did have something else, but we won't go there, so... Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> please don't go there. No, not with people who are the dinner. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's been an interesting couple of hours. Right. Um, well, lots to talk about tonight. Oh, yes, indeed. Um, I've just announced the um, line-up for uh, the uh, next year's Speedway Grand Prix. Have they you? have indeed, yeah. yeah. You noticed that? Ty Waffington's... Back in it. Back in it. Jason Dahl back in it back as well, it, of yeah. course. Three Brits again next year. Good stuff. So, yeah, look, looking good. Leicester. Back in the top flight again. That's uh, big so surprise. I, I, I'd, heard, I'd heard whispers a few weeks ago that right. they were, I think, to be, to be fair to Leicester, their position now is much more stable and stronger than it was when they were when last when they mm. last went into the top flight. I think in the last few years they've become a especially well-run club. Um, and I think they'll be in a... In a strong position, I think what will help them as well is the fact that they're going to be running matches on Saturday anyway, because mm. of course they're still staying in the NDL. NDL, yeah. Of course, their league matches will be Thursday in the top flights, but uh, still have that regular Saturday fix as well for the for the lessons. It's um, good news for the Premiership. Mm-hmm. Bad news for the Championship. Well, it's a local derby that's been lost to Birmingham. Um, yeah, course, very it, bad so. news for Birmingham, I would say. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to work out who, who our nearest. It would be Oxford, wouldn't Oxford, it? Oxford, yeah. yeah. Thank God Oxford came into it. I can't see Oxford. I mean, I know there's been some talk about Oxford going up. I, I really can't see that in just their second year back. No, um, I think that would be... Uh, I get the distinct impression that there might be a few... They might be trying to twist Glasgow's arm into going up as well, which I suppose now with Edinburgh sadly looking like they're on the way out, there may be a possibility that Glasgow decide to take the plunge because they could certainly, they could certainly sustain it. With their, you know, obviously they're very... How very many well would that leave the championship with? Eight. Eight. Eight in the top flights, eight in the championship, so mm. it would be fair, even split. Well, it's been an even split. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about fair. <laughs> um, yeah. They're going to have to look at the um, rider situation. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, the big thing from, from my perspective, of course, is... Uh, would be Nick Morris because obviously mm-hmm. riding at number one for Wolves and riding well riding at number five for Wolves and riding at number one for Leicester. Um, he'll obviously have a, a choice to make. My, my gut feeling is that Nick Morris probably won't be at Wolves next year. I think he'll be leading Leicester's charge back in the top flight. That's that's just a hunch, but it would be a good sign for Birmingham to make in the championship. I mean, it, that, that, that's the other thing. There's going to be a few riders made available yeah. in the championship side of things anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might, um, who knows? Yep, I mean, we, we keep getting promised um, a really good um, lineup for next year, and I've no doubt that's what they, what that, what they will be trying to do. Um, well, the early signs and the early reports are encouraging, aren't they? They are from, very from a Birmingham perspective. Yeah. But uh, obviously, just try and see, of course, the the proof will be when we uh, when we have our first show next year and we're looking at the teams and whether we're tipping Birmingham to win the championship so well I always tip Birmingham to win the championship as you know <laughs> as you know um and it was nice to see the the 
nice comments that Justin Sedgman made about Birmingham. Uh, the other yeah, day. that was very encouraging. Mm. I think that's something that will sort of have done the rounds mm. with a lot of the other riders as well. Hence why we're hearing stories of a lot of riders have shown an interest in, in, in riding for to, Birmingham, moving to Birmingham next year, and that 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 bodes well. I think if you're in a position where you can trust the promotion. Mm. It, that's that's always the, always a very very positive thing to have for, for any speedway club in this day and age. Um, at this point, we normally ask Chris, um, who's had his haircut, I believe. I have, and I've had my um, ears lowered. So there you go. You've had your ears lowered. Yeah, yeah. Right. make it look like I've had my haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you've got some recapped it, doesn't it? Firstly, somebody can give me a sound check. Oh, no need. Yeah, thank you very much, uh, uh, Elliot and uh, Bradley. Well, we normally ask you to, how can people um, participate mm-hmm. today? Okay, so uh, search on Facebook for UK Speedway Tavern. You'll find us on all the good Speedway uh, sites and groups. Also, uh, we are now live on um, YouTube. Uh, every uh, every Tuesday, same time. <laughs> Get it out <laughs> so there. I'm, multi- I'm multitasking. I'm multitasking here. So, no uh, uh, and also you'll find us on all the major podcast platforms uh, from Wednesday around about lunchtime. So that's that includes Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Acast, Google, and many, many more. Back to you, and, Michael and Alexa. Yes, yes, yeah, Alexa, Alexa, yeah. you're a smart Alexa. speaker. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and also um, some of you are already out there on the uh, shout box, but we'd love to get your comments, and you guys run the show with, with your comments. So, uh, I mean, let's get into some of those comments, shall we? Uh, Elliot Hunt says, literally the same lineup except the new GP Challenge winner, Nielsen. Need more new riders to mix it up. Glad to see three Brits in the lineup as well. Um, yes, it is, I mean, the same as you were, 14 of the 16, I believe. Uh, well, it would be, um, I, I suppose the one thing he does rule out is any possibility of the, the Russian riders coming back into the into the field. Um I mean, to be fair, if they'd if they'd have put him in for next year, then it, it sort of says, "Well, why did you not? Why did you take him out last year?" Because nothing's changed, of course, with the situation, has it? So no, no, um, uh, no, nothing's been said about that. I, no, it seems to be it. very hush hush. There's a lot. There's a speculation that I mean, about Emil Sofut not possibly announcing his retirement if if the situation doesn't change and he's not allowed to to return to racing in Poland. Mm. Um, yeah, I read that. Yeah, yeah. which is um, sad. It would be sad, yeah, because you know he's a top-class rider, and who's both him and, and Artem Lagutta, particularly Artem Lagutta, of course, having having worked so hard to win that world championship, have found themselves out of the series through no fault of their own, really. No, no. Um, Pete Clark wants to know. This is to you, Matt. How poor were Wolves last night? It was a disappointing performance. Um, started off really well with that five-one in the first heat, but I have to say, Shef- um, Sheffield really were solid all the way through. Um, Lewis Kerr. That's the best I've seen him race at Wolves. I, I don't think anybody in the stadium, I don't even think Lewis Kerr would have expected <laughs> Lewis Kerr to have had a win the paid win in his first three races. Adam Ellis rode very well on a mm. track that he doesn't, doesn't normally, normally like, does he? Yeah. Do that well at. Um, and they were solid. They didn't have any weak links all the way through. I mean, normally you'd have a situation with a team where the number one scores seven and the number five scores seven. You think, well, that's a comfortable home win, but they're middle order more than, than made up for that. But that that five one in the final hit 
from uh, Sam Masters and Nick Morris, that's that really has kept it very much alive because the tie is certainly mm. far from over. You know, we've done well at Sheffield in the two in the matches we've been there this season. Who's Sam Masters feeling his injury? Do you think because he hasn't didn't have the best of nights? No, he didn't have the best of nights. I think some. I think probably in a couple of the races towards the end, I think he was maybe trying a little bit too hard and just right. getting out of shape and, mm. and making a few mistakes. Um, but as I say, you know, Wolves have done well. Wolves have, have had a. A 46-44 win, a 46-44 defeat, and a 12-point defeat at Sheffield. You know, the 12-point defeat at Sheffield, I mean, Steve Worrell was, was missing for that mm. one. So, um, you know, a 5-1 in the first eight for Wolves, back in the tie, you know, level. Right, so exactly. it's certainly, yeah. certainly it's, far it's from over. Box, yeah, I, I think it is far from over. I, I thought I was going to get my draw all the way through, but mm. I was watching it on the updates. I thought, I'm going to get my draw here. I didn't. That's a shame. You're running out of time to get that draw. Uh, oh, it's been three seasons. And I still haven't got a draw. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Justin Sedgman rode well as well, didn't he? I he mean, did. Fear, Probably he, not a track again. A bit like no, Adam Ellis, not a track not that, uh, that he normally does that well on. Um, but as I say, no weak links in the Sheffield team. They were mm. they were solid all the way through. They didn't have that many last places, uh, and I think just a few too many of the Wolves rides were just weren't quite on him yeah. on the night so it is advantage Sheffield but I don't think there's any there's no way you could rule Wolves out of the meeting just yet no I don't not, think so I, d- I don't I don't think that, you know that they will be hoping I suppose that Sheffield feel as if they've got one foot in the door mm, but yeah. if Sheffield are anything like a professional outfit which I think they are um they won't. They won't less. It's going. It's going to be a good uh, one to watch on the on the box for sure. It is. Yeah. It's a shame um, really that it wasn't. It wasn't shown last mm, night. To be honest, because I mean the other tie was already. With, over. All, with all due respect to Ipswich, the other tie was already mm. over. Um, obviously, I'm sure we'll be getting on to Bellevue and their their new signing in in due course. In due course, yeah. Um, and, and you can tell us what you 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 think about this. It reminds me of um, a certain Paul Greg Hancock situation. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, course, I mean to be fair, going by the rules, Bellevue haven't actually broken the rules. No, they have. Well, they've, yeah, they've taken advantage of the fact that they've got a rider on a long-term injury mm. in in Max Frick, and they've been able to bring in a replacement. Mm. Well, you would you would want your team to do that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if it's not breaking the rules, you want them to to use the rules. I don't think, it, I don't think it's a situation like when mm. Paul bought Greg Hancock in, or dare I say it, when we brought Ty Woofington back in in 2016. Mm. Although. Wolfington, in fairness, did have an affiliation with Little anyway because he'd been with us when we won the league in 2009. Mm. Greg Hancock's ridden three matches for Paul, I think, or something like that. Yeah, and, and, and won a chance. Two of them were in the final, so. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Might have ridden a few more matches than that, to be fair, but, you know. Okay, um, so we'll, we'll carry on through. Uh, why in the GP uh, to say the top six when it's the top 15? One newcomer, well, I think they they say the top six straight through, mm-hmm. and then they have a pick of four, don't they? Yeah. And then it's the it's invariably the four that have just missed out, isn't mm. it? So, mm. I mean, I don't think you, you can argue with Jason Doyle and Ty Woffington coming back in. Certainly, really. Ty Woffington, yeah, you know, three times world champion, yeah. um, and Jason Doyle as well on his day, still capable of uh, of you know of being a, of being a dangerous rider. Mm. Um, I don't think, I mean, a lot of people say, well, neither are we going to win the World Championship again. You don't know. I mean, the, the they said that about Greg Hancock. Well, that's what, that's what I was going to say. Greg <laughs> Hancock went 14 years without mm. winning a World Championship, and everybody's saying, well, he's not going to win it again, and then suddenly he won three out of five mm. in the following five years. So you, you never, um, 
never ruled them out. I don't think you would put them down as a favourite to win it, but certainly you wouldn't. You'd never say never. Mm. Certainly in the case of Ty Wuffington, I think because I think Ty still got the desire to to come back and win. He certainly seems. It seems to me. Hopefully, he, he said because he said he's going to be knuckling under a little bit next year. Yeah, I think he, it's. So. I think a big thing for Ty really is going to be the fact that he's going to be able to get back to Australia mm. this winter because he hasn't been able to do it the last couple of years because of COVID. The whole COVID situation. Um, so yeah. I mean, you know, although he is a British, although he is British, of course, you know, Australia was where he grew up, and I think you know he's obviously more comfortable back over there, and I think mm. it'll give him an opportunity to have a proper, properly recharge his batteries, and he's making big waves about his plans for for 2023 as well. Well, you don't say things like that if you don't mean it, because <laughs> it comes back to haunt you otherwise. Yeah, but I, uh, I, I've got a sneaking suspicion that we might see a fully fired up Ty Wuffington right back in the mm. mix. I'm not saying he's going to win the World Championship, but, but he's going to much be more competitive. Be, certainly a lot yeah. more competitive yeah. than he has been the last couple of seasons. Uh, so, Spuddy, he said he's heard rumours of a couple of names to top league teams already. Heard grumblings of a name or two for Brum, too. You know, I've heard more than a few grumblings, um, but we shall see. Mm-hmm. We shall see. A lot's going to depend, isn't it, on points limit, as always. Sounds like the points limit, certainly in the top league, in the in the second tier, is going to go down, doesn't it? Well, I know um, that... Um, uh, promoter, his name is, is Lawrence Rogers. Uh, uh, Sorry, no, the Lord. other one, yeah, <laughs> Nigel Tully. There you go. Sorry, uh, Nigel. <laughs> no, oh, Nigel's name never never disappeared. Not, Nigel Tully um, has sort of intimated that it's going to be lower, but if there's going to be less teams, will it be? Will it need to be? Possibly, yeah. Um, well, if it's eight teams, then there's more riders to go around in that that division. Yeah, absolutely. So, so we'll, we shall see. I think the idea being. Reading between the lines for what he said, that is that nobody wants Paul to have three number ones riding for them next year. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that, to be fair, you look at that Paul team. That Paul team would be competitive in the top league, wouldn't it? Mm. So, mm. but it's the way it goes. You know, it's the way they. It's the way Paul obviously. Paul have obviously always had a, had a mentality of having a stronger team as possible mm. because they want to. You know, they want to be successful, which is you know to their credit, I suppose. It is. Yeah, um, you got to say. If it's eight teams each league, and that's what it ends up being, shouldn't we be rethinking promotion and relegation again? Well, they've tried it a couple of times, haven't they? Mm. And it's sort of... I think they've they, tried it half-heartedly a couple of times. Well, I think the last time um, the the, play, the relegation playoff was between Sheffield and Leicester, wasn't it? And mm-hmm. Leicester had a disastrous season and, she- and Sheffield had been flying that season mm-hmm. and Leicester won both matches convincingly I think that sort of put people off didn't well, it so. it shouldn't it should it what it should do I've said this before you know what you you know that I have what it should do is make them go okay that didn't work how do we make it work mm. instead of work. just giving up you know and, and, and we do that too often in with good ideas in this sport oh, it didn't work well yeah it didn't work how you wanted it to so Make it work how you want it. You know what? 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 Why didn't it work? And work work that out. Mm. For me, um, is the idea of Birmingham getting promoted back into the top league? Would that be Would that be appealing to the promotion at the moment? I wouldn't have thought so. They're just working out this league. I mean, I think they want to do a. Yeah. I suppose. I suppose. Looking at it logically, you, it would make sense for Birmingham to be in the same league as Wolves, Leicester. 
Sheffield and yeah, there is like that, that. And, and, and there is absolutely where there's that. in the top. But, whereas obviously in the second tier, there's quite a lot of travelling now with with clubs, especially now mm-hmm. with Leicester. But there's making more the decision to move up. The wage bill's going to be that much higher, and can we can, can um, they sustain it? I think Birmingham needs to be run possibly long term. Is an is an idea that the the Bruce promotion you're looking at. He's gone I back would, into the top league, but certainly not in the next five. I would six years. I would I would support them to 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 do that when the time is right. Yeah, I want to. That's why I, I, I say promotion relegation is a good idea because that's when the time is right. Yeah, uh, invariably, and we've never won the championship or the Premier League. Yeah, um, and since two thousand and seven, I would like to win it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, this is not a program about Birmingham Speedway. Um, Elliot says Wall started off well, then slipped after the first few heats. Sheffield were very dominant in the second half, which helped them get a good lead into Thursday. Is Four points a good lead. I suppose any lead away from any lead, a good isn't lead. Uh, Douglas was very poor. Yeah, um, Douglas had a poor night. And they were uh, not there last night. Hope he rides better on Thursday. Need the full team on fire to pick up a good win for a qualification to the final. You're going to have to hope, I think, that Leon Flint shows his liking for the Sheffield track again, aren't you? He does. I think the problem again, the problem really that Wolves have had it, is that they've never had the meeting where both reserves are fired. You know, they only scored, I mean, Leon Flint had a really poor night last night, which, you know, is disappointing compared to his recent form mm-hmm. around Mamba, albeit he hasn't ridden there for over a month. Um, and Drew Kemp was, was a little bit better, scored five points, but again, two last places. Um, that's been the Achilles heel, I think, for Wolves this season, mm-hmm. is that, you know, too, too many, probably too many of the riders, really, that haven't really pushed in a fun way on you their average. You can't complain too much. You've got through to, to the playoffs. Um, yeah, it was pretty much the same team last season that mm. got to the playoffs but didn't get any further. So Rumours are that Chris Harris has already signed for Leicester next season, says Craig Smee. Well, that'd be interesting yeah. for the Coventry legend Chris Harris at Leicester. Leicester, yeah. And then riding for Birmingham, at least he just stopped in red and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 not, I'm saying that I'm not saying that yeah, he's riding I mean, for Birmingham I, went, I don't I went know to where he's first match back in the top flight because um, Bomber was guesting for Wolves that night and I think they were they, they were certainly uh, warming up for Coventry's uh, arrival at uh, Bomber Lee's with the reception they've gave Bomber okay, that night to right. be fair they re- he was uh, really uh, really vociferous <laughs> That's so. not it's not the sort of track you would think Chris would do well at I don't know. It's I mean, very gaity, isn't it? By all accounts, a lot of people have said that the racing there in the last, certainly the last this season, has been mm. much improved. Um, I've not been to Leicester. I haven't been this quite year. Quite a few years. Mm. Um, I think it's about five, six years since I last went there. Um, obviously, <laughs> plans to go there next year if they're in mm. the top flight, which of course they are, as we say. Mm-hmm. Albeit, uh, obviously, a long, long way away. But um, yeah, that would be um, that would be an interesting one. I, I, I still think. There's a possibility that Nick Morris. Well, I think there's a strong possibility that Nick Morris will be back at Leicester next year, which will rule him out of of Wolves' plans. Mm. Um, but I think, you know, in, in Stuart Dixon, they have a, an outstanding team manager who's done a terrific job since he's been at, at Leicester. Um, it's a big challenge for him, of course, because he's never managed in the top flight before. But mm-hmm. I think he'll certainly throw himself at the challenge. Well, we shall see. Um, who's? I mean. You would think Leicester possibly going to win this year, but then again, why Paul's all of a sudden gone bang? It would be quite something, wouldn't it, if Paul win the league and then Leicester go up? Yeah. Try, try explaining that to <laughs> yeah. us on Speedway. <laughs> quite. <laughs> Elliot Hunt says, I'm watching back last night's meeting coverage from Bellevue. You can see how badly we gated in some heats at Wolves from the coverage clips. 
Yeah, Gaiting was awful last night. It's going to have to be massively improved on, mm. on Thursday if Wolves are going to turn that round. And, and Craig Smith says, uh, was the track bad at Wolves last night? If you hear people saying it was a bad track. It was an interesting meeting in the way that, in the sense that it was close and there was a good atmosphere. The racing, I mean, the racing at Wolves in the last few weeks has been, you know, the, the last meeting against Sheffield and certainly the Bellevue match on on Bank Holiday Monday was, was a superb meeting. It right. wasn't quite as good in terms of racing last night, but still still interesting. I don't think the track was brilliant. It's um, just something it's, to it's back just, blame, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, at the end of the, what they say, Paul Whitman blames his tools, don't they? Yeah, but, you, yeah. you know, the same, it's, it's for both tracks. So. Simon, right, let's get this one out of the way. Simon Corbett says, Lambert, thoughts? Well, as I've said, it, you know, Bellevue haven't done anything wrong in terms of the rules. It looks, what, what I'm intrigued about is the fact that they clearly wanted to do this last week, didn't they? Um, we saw the post that Robert mm. Lambert put on social media, quite scathing at the fact that he made plans to come back over to the UK and even got a Bellevue race, race suit ready, mm. and then they were told no. So I don't know certainly whether something's happened in the meantime, whether somebody's maybe you know, got somebody to scrutinise the rule book and they said, well, no, we are allowed to do it. Mm. And they've, they've I would down. imagine it would have gone to the SCB, wouldn't it? That's generally the yeah, way these things... I think happen. so. I know I was talking to someone last night at Monmouth who was talking to CVS about it and he was quite philosophical about it. He mm. says it is what it is and it's it, it's great for British Speeder that Robert Lambert's back in because yeah, possibility that he might be at Bellevue next year. If, uh, or Kings Lynn. I was say, well, looking at it, I mean, I was looking at the averages last week. I mean, I think it, it's not... If Bellevue box clever, depending on the, what the points limit is, they could possibly have both Beerley and Lambert next year. Which would be a really good top two. That would be a hell of a top two, wouldn't it? Because Bealey's average is uh, 9.14 from last from his last UK season, and Lambert is 8.46. So it's not that high, you know. So yeah. I think both of them need. I, I, I mean, Dan Bealey, I think, wants to race in the UK next year, and I think probably Robert Lambert as well. And to be fair, I think they're at that age where they really need to be. Right. To be honest, they need to be riding in as many meetings as possible, and it would be huge for British Speedway to have the top two British riders mm-hmm. this year, and you know, probably a, a, a two riders that are, look very likely to be alongside Tom Brennan, our best two riders over the next decade, mm. and to have them all racing in the same team would and be something possi- else. Possibly as well. Leon Flint could be a, an, mm. an, another one. He's not there yet, but he's certainly shown signs yeah. signs of it, hasn't he? Uh, Ryan Douglas ruled himself out of Wolves as far as I'm concerned last night. Been disappointing since his mid-season injury, says Spuddy. I'm not in two minds about um, Ryan Douglas, to be honest, because I don't think he's ever really mastered Monmouth, but, he's right. a good, but certainly in the first half of the season he was very pivotal in quite a few of the away wins because he's, right. cause of his record on the big tracks. Um, at this stage, probably I'd say the from a, my own perspective... Um, the three definites for next year for Wolves would be Masters, Luke Becker and, and Leon Flint, and then the other ones you sort of work around the permutations. Yeah, I mean, I suppose the, the as far as people like, well, any rider really is, yeah, if, you're going to rep- if you're not going to have him, who are you going to replace him with? Mm-hmm. It's got to be better. Absolutely. Hasn't it? That, that's, otherwise it's not, not worth the job. We have got a match... On, in taking place yes, right, uh, in the Plymouth versus Armadale. It's currently 41-31 in favour of uh, Plymouth. So they're going to avoid the wooden spoon then by the looks, looks of it. Looks like it, yeah. Mm. 
Bradley Gray says, the thing is with Laguta, does he really want to be in the GP series with a full year of no speedway, or would he rather have a season in Poland first and go in next year? I think if he was given the given the chance, he'd probably jump at it. Yep. Um, will he get a season in Poland next year? I mean, we just don't know, do we? Well... Like I said earlier, if if they are allowed back in Poland next year, then all all that tells me is that they shouldn't have been stopped from riding in there this year mm. because nothing's changed with the situation. Well, nothing's situation. changed, but it might have might have done by then. Possibly, yeah. There is there is that, or they or can they ride under a different license? Yeah. Um. Uh, and Par- Craig Smith says Lambert is a like for like replacement, one GP replaced by another. Absolutely. Um, but Bellevue for me are in the box seat now. I think in terms of winning the winning the title. But and we'll, uh, yeah, Spuddy says, "Well, Buffy Road race six league meetings for us before the playoffs, though." Yeah, so much, slightly yeah, different very, situation. very different. And I mean, a lot of people said, "Well, Wolves got him on a fake average." Well, they didn't because he, he's, his last season at Wolves was 2014, and he had a really poor season, and his average dropped. Mm-hmm. So it was a real average he was on. Mm. Craig's me makes a valid point. I think the GP wildcard picks would have been more difficult if the Russian riders were able to come back in next season. Yeah, and that's that. I mean, how that's another thing. When all this finally, presumably and hopefully, has boiled over, how do you get them back into the GP? Do you just say, "Well, we'll give you a place"? Do so the riders then go, "Well, hold on." I, do you know? You know what? What I'm saying. It's. That's a tricky one. It's difficult. Or do you say you've got to go through the, the whole Well, the fairest GP thing would be challenge. to say to go through the, the GP challenge. Mm. Um, I mean, Artem Laguta would perhaps rightly argue, well, I won the World Championship and I wasn't allowed to defend it. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't lose it because somebody beat mm-hmm. me. I lost it because I wasn't allowed to defend it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he's He can quite rightly say he's an undefeated champion. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. Duncan Pemberton makes um, a point that I've seen before. Uh, even people seeing the GP lineup for the next season, same old, same old. About time they scrapped GP riders contesting the qualifying round to stay in. How can you be allowed to get in the next GP when you are still contesting the current one, getting like a closed? Yeah, shot? I don't like it. Mm. I don't like the wild cards anyway. I, I just think, to me, it's sort of yeah, just you hand it a place rather mm. than having to work to get through it. Um, I like the. I like the original format that they did years ago when the GP first started, when you had top three from the Continental Final, top three from the Intercontinental Final, and then I think it was the World Under-21 champion at the time, possibly you could have that now as the European champion, that got the mm-hmm. that got the six picks. So I thought that was a better system, personally. But uh, Can we just go down a little bit, please, Chris? Thank you. Uh, Derek Turner says it won't work if so many of the top lads ride in both leagues. I guess he's talking about promotion relegation I mean yeah, that is yeah, a fair that is point problem, isn't it? that is a fair point and it needs to be sorted yeah. we need more riders yeah Tom Brennan won't hit number one for Glasgow we're now going to wait five minutes while he changes into his Kevlar so he can ride for Peterborough and hit number two yeah. that's what we're <laughs> <laughs> you could see it you could see it Dave Tyne says if Edinburgh don't get a track how can it be eight plus eight plus teams I haven't worked that out so is he right well, there's 10 at the moment in the championship, mm-hmm. isn't there? So, so we'd lose Edinburgh. and Leicester lose are obviously gone, so that's Leicester. eight. Isn't anybody else going, is there? Glasgow. Oh, Glasgow. In Glasgow, if, if I think if they're convinced. I think there's, I get the impression that they're trying to convince Glasgow to go up, although to whether, 
whether they that's w- a call for them, isn't it? Because there's not local derbies at all. <laughs> no, that's the problem. That's their problem, isn't yeah. it? So. Uh, okay, uh, Ty apparently, I presume that's Ty, uh, or, or it's somebody new called Tia, is supposed to have signed for Bellevue already, says Barry Young. Not that I know of. That's the trouble this time of year, you hear rumour after yeah. rumour. Yeah, I, 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 could ta- I could tell you what our what Birmingham's team is on rumours. Yeah. You know? What is it? It's too high <laughs> for the bloody whatever. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, sorry, you, 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 I missed that bit. Uh, Bewley 9.1, Lambert 7.6 equals 16.7. Frick 8.6, Zago 7.4, Not a lot of difference for next season if it happens. Well, I certainly don't see Zago being back at Bellevue next year. Mm-hmm. Would be quite, would be surprised. Um, not even, I mean, even allowing for the injury, I'm not going to be back either. He's looking to try and focus more on the G's than anything else, but. Mm-hmm. So Simon says riders could ride for both teams, you never know. I think what would happen if they did that is that the rider would ride for One the team. team that first signed him, yeah, and then the other team would have to have a facility. Mm-hmm. But what I could see happening is rider replacement for the same rider on both teams. <laughs> I well, could the, see that the, happening. The really ridiculous one was the Knockout Cup in 1989 when, Jason, when Jimmy Nielsen guested for Wolves in... I think he was guested for Cradley in the first leg and Walls in the second leg. So he, no. he got a winner's medal and a loser's medal in the same final. Wow. Oh, that's <laughs> yes, uh, Only in Speedway. Oh, I've no, got it out. Is that true? That is true, yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> Tell me why that surprises you. <laughs> well, that's, that's 1989, so 33 years ago. So it's not just in recent years when silly Speedway's done silly things. <laughs> Spuddy has heard grumblings of Brady Kurtz to Leicester too. Don't they want him then if they're grumbling? Okay. Uh, only seeing clips from Wolves, the home riders seem to struggle. Masters on the outside. Kemp also spun round. Track seemed a bit poor, perhaps Matt can tell us. It wasn't great, I don't think, the track last night. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to use that as an excuse because Sheffield on the on the day were just too solid. Yeah. And, you know, they, they deserve the, the win. Like, track, it was a very it? good solid performance from Sheff- from Sheffield and you know it's better you know you've just, sometimes you've just got to hold your hands and say that the best team is won and, uh, I, I, I want to address this actually and we should address it in fact that Swindon have gone. have gone Rich Thomas says Swindon have closed permanently apparently a consortium including Terry Russell and Gaming International looking for new site BS from all concerned well I, I don't think it's it's BS and I certainly hope it's not BS, but I do think that some of the criticism that has been levelled at Lee Kilby and the way in which it was has been levelled... I did see, I saw Lee's post on, on social media. Um, he also mentioned it on uh, the BSN as well when yeah. he was commenting. Um, and he's obviously very, very upset about it. it. Is, I mean, we yeah. know I mean, nobody you, works harder for that club than he does. Well, and I mean, if you cut Lee Kilby in half, it's, you know, he's, he's ridden right through and through, isn't yeah, he? You know, he's, yeah. a, he's a, you know, because obviously he's, he's father. I think if he cut his big toe, it's red and yellow. But, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah he, it was it was flat after he did his walk, wasn't he, from Birmingham to I mean, I understand year, people so. are disappointed. Of course they're disappointed. Yeah. I mean, absolutely disappointed. I mean... It's a massive blow to lose. It's, and, yeah. You know, I mean, we, we, we lost it twice. Yeah. I've lost my club twice. Yeah. Um, and it was... It's really, really upsetting. 
you know, there's no getting away from it. It's it's like somebody's taken a piece of your heart out of you, yeah. literally. Um, so I understand people getting upset, but to aim that at Lee Kilby, that's just ridiculous. Well, he was quite upset about it as well, wasn't mm, he? He was. He yeah, was. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pemberton, Duncan Pemberton says, Ree Lambert, Polish league and Swedish virtually done and dusted, so three extra days for him. My opinion is no one that's not racing in UK 2022 should be allowed to join a team at the business end of season. Yeah, I can understand that argument. Yeah, it's, Would have helped us with Greg, Greg Hancock's situation. <laughs> well, to be fair, when you think back to that, I pulled in, they didn't really need to do it, I don't think, did they? I think, I think they were favourites to win that final... Even with that hang Do you think so? I mean, we'd I beaten, no, beaten Paul, yeah. I think, in, in fairness, once once Hancock was in the pool team, I, I just felt that... That, oh, that was deflated, overkill. Yeah, I think it just mm. flat, deflated Birmingham a little bit, mm. you know, and they sort of, they, especially in the first leg of that final, they sort of, you know... Oh, both started legs. Really I mean, we lost the second leg as well, if I remember right. Yeah, but I mean, the first leg, I mean, the first leg was something like 20 points, wasn't it? Mm. And I think that just, I think that sort of got into Birmingham's Head a little bit, you know, with the with the complaints really about it, and I think it was probably there was uh, there was an atmosphere around Birmingham that year as well that wasn't nice. No, well, I don't think we'll go there no. to be honest. But, yeah, there's a uh, couple of YouTube comments because um, uh, you remembered to look this. I week. remember to look. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Martin Guest says, uh, "With so many riders doubling up, promotion and relegation would not work unless make we make it automatic rather than the playoff type." Well, that's interesting. That could be a reward for finishing top of the league yeah. as opposed to winning the playoffs. I yeah. mean, that that is something to think about. It's um, a strange one, isn't it? Mm. Uh, Spotty says, was two wheeling into the bends last night. I presume he's talking about... Right, uh, Yeah, I'd mm. do a straight swap with Doggy for Pico, both on similar averages. I also think Steve will be back on a 6.29 and the British rider reduction. Steve oh, yeah, I'd Big big fan of Josh Pickering. I think he's you know he's a terrific rider to watch. Um, Steve Worrell, I'm not so sure about. I think Steve Worrell will be back, but is he going to have as good a season this year? As I mean, he's had a brilliant season this year. I mean, I mean, I've worked him for him as Wolves' rider of the year. Mm. I think he's had a terrific season. He had a bad year at Bellevue last year, and he's ridden this season you know with one of the best riders in the with one of the top three riders in the league in the difficult number two position and he's done really really well it's a gamble is he going to do as well next season because I think with a, with a team and this is why I think Wolves will probably look to be making a couple of changes I, I always feel that in a team you need to have at, at least two riders that you can look at at the start of the season and think they're capable of putting points on their average mm. not would maintaining you, your average probably isn't isn't enough would you look at Justin Sedman Mm, not sure. Given his performance yesterday, because um, <laughs> presumably he'd come in as a reserve. He would do, yeah. I'm not 100% sure, mm. to be honest. Susan Jordan said, would love to see James Pearson, Justin Sedgman. No. I'm guessing there's more to that, but I don't. Oh, no. 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 Okay. Perhaps um, you'd like to explain that one a little bit for us, because we're a bit... Uh, nonplussed with that. Uh, yeah. The likes of Hancock at Paul, Woffenden at Wolves were underhand tactics with one purpose to win playoffs, but both were within the rules. Ace's case is genuine losing their number one through injury, like for like replacement within Frick's average. I, Paul, think, I think we'll definitely agree with the last bit. 
Paul might argue that they brought Hancock in to replace Chris Holdrew mm -hmm. for the can season. I, can, I, so. can I just leave that one up for a bit? I mean, under with one purpose to win the playoffs. Well, that is the only purpose for any speedway club. For any it? speedway club. I mean, yeah. you know, you can't, you can't. It's if you think that they've broken the rules. Yeah, it, and to be fair, when when we walked our Wuffington in, it was a, it was a very unwall thing to do because it was a you know. Eunice Kilmacorpy had had a good season, mm. although he, his form had faded, and he had a, a. I think at the time he had a he had a knock as well. Um, so the club made the decision to replace him, which was I think as CVS has said himself, it's not in his nature to, mm. to be as, as ruthless. I as imagine that they've, that they've they've realised that tie was available, and why yeah. wouldn't you? Absolutely, particularly at Wolves. Yeah, yeah. And um, as I say, Tide obviously you know got a link with Wolves before he'd, he'd ridden for the club for four or five seasons. So. Yeah. I'm going to start an, uh, um, a room with that. Ty Woffington's already signed for Birmingham. <laughs> I don't think it's his favourite track, to be fair. Though, it isn't, no, he's, 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 he's said that because of that. Yeah. He had a really bad accident there. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, they will, every club, your club, my club, any club, will look at the rules and say, what can we do under these rules? Oh, we can do that. Yeah, let's do it then. Every club worth their salt will do that. Well, we didn't do it in 2017 when we lost Lingard and Torcell. Well, we? yeah, and it, we ended up losing the league title that season by pointing in the well, final. So we should have done, maybe. Yeah, but you so. know, uh, do we think the Championship Jubilee League final will be completed? Seem to be running out of dates. Do we know this is this should have been done and dusted? It's supposed to be a summer thing. It same with, same with, done well, and dusted. Same with the League Cup final in the top mm. flight. I mean, the, the last qualifying matches in that were run in April. We're now in October and we still haven't had the final. Mm. Yeah. You know, so it, the, weather's we, uh, been, the weather's been pretty good, hasn't it? It's been yeah. one of the best, the best summers. It should be done and dusted. I mean, we might be in a situation, I will make our minds up next week, that next week will be our last programme and there'll still be matches to run. I think if there's still matches to run, we'll probably do another one, but... Yeah. Um, well, of course, we've got the two finals coming up of the Championship final and Premiership final. Okay, uh, Sir Jordan says Lee Kilby works hard for all clubs. Thank you, Lee Kilby, you're a star. And Rich Thomas says Lee Kilby put two videos on Facebook saying the new stadium was definitely going to happen. He's got to expect flack, freedom of speech, which has sadly gone from life. Not but, personal, though. Not, a lot of it has uh, yeah, been personal. And, and, free, is, and people that quote freedom of speech very often quote it in one direction. You know, you're allowed to have, they're allowed to have their freedom of speech, but the, but Lee Kilby's not allowed to have his freedom of speech and say he's been upset by it. Yeah. It works both ways. Um, Alan Ross has been very, very quiet on the whole thing, isn't he? As he well, has, yeah. yeah. About it. Well, right from the start. Yeah. Um, he's got to expect flack. I'm sure he does expect flack, but he doesn't expect Not personal, personal criticism. and criticism of, it, of his family as well. Mm. Um, no, that's that's not that's not acceptable in my book. And if you wouldn't say it to somebody's face, then you shouldn't say it. Well, I've all, I've always said if you post something on social media, when you when you've written it out, read it first. Read it first, mm. and you think. Is that yeah. sort of thing you or should be putting on, you know? Yeah, and then read it again. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you think, well, people have looked at that yeah. thought, yeah, that's all right. Particularly, yeah. particularly if you're upset. Yeah. Which yeah. you know, I understand people will be upset and will. It's it's hard, and and I feel so. 
gutted for yeah. the Swindon fans in the same way as I felt gutted. I mean, it was a great. I mean, it was a great track, and they just had redone it as well, and it was it was even better. They t- had their toilets was, had to be seen to be believed. But that's <laughs> <Yes. a, laughs> certainly smelt to be believed. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's another thing. Uh, Susan Jordan wants Pico at Brum, and Craig Smee says I can't understand why the stadium owners at, at Swindon paid all that money to move the track over and then shut it completely. It makes no sense to me. No. Well, we may never know the internet, so that. But I do. I, I feel for the Swindon fans, and I, I hope desperately that they can find somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. It's it, it's their biggest sport in Swindon. Is is speedway? Yeah, isn't it? it's a big club. Yeah. Big big club. You know, it's become it's arguably the, the do, arguably the dominant club pre-COVID mm. for, in the top flight, wasn't mm. it? So. And we've actually caught up. Well, and it's only it took three quarters for that. Well, so there we there go. you go. Yeah, thank yeah. you, it's thank you for that, record. everybody. Um, I suppose. Keep them coming as well, by the way. Keep yeah. The yeah, yeah, absolutely. It does keep finish fifty forty at uh, Plymouth, by the way. Fifty forty. Okay, so Over Plymouth the, uh, the Centurions. So Plymouth don't ta- take the the uh, wooden spoon then. Yep. Um, Armadale. Strongest team in the league, holding everybody. League coupling fifteen point maximum for Armadale. Mm. But uh, uh, Danny Phillips he scored eleven. Elliot Kelly five. Tom Woolley seven. Didn't pick up any points for RR for Josh Embleton. Uh, Kai Ward two. James Laker zero. So good performance by their top two, but not really a lot of support after that for for Armadale. No. Um, so talking about next week, if next week is our last, or let's say when we come to our last, mm-hmm. it would be a nice little game for everybody to tell us what they want for their team next year, what who who they want to keep and who they, they want to replace them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your wish list. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I do realise that puts me in, the, in a very bad position because I'm going to have to... Yeah, but hey-ho... <laughs> Lawrence might not be happy with me. He's probably driving around here as we speak. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we quickly run through? I mean, we can get back to the um, the comments then. If we yeah run through the um, the tables and uh, uh, and fixtures mm. uh, again, I'll put that up here. You actually moved up this. Uh, well, it was, it was going to happen. Where have yeah, I moved yeah. up to? Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Give me another six weeks and. Uh, I'll still be in 16th. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I'm up to 8th. I'm not had a still bad week. I'm not had a bad week. I mean, everybody's well, got had the, a great week, have they, really? Yeah, everybody, uh, it's, every, it's almost identical. Yeah. Apart from um, the, the big Brown. win. It was, yeah. You, you had the best. You had the Jeffield win last night, didn't you? Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's how, that's how good I am. It's still yeah. pretty. Uh, it's still it's still neck and neck. I think two points in it at the top there. Yeah. yeah. Right, Matt's going to uh, Matt's going to tell us what's going to happen if uh, it does lead all square end all square. Aren't you, Matt? I am going to tell you. Go on then. You're not going to say yes. What now? Well, <laughs> he hasn't made it up yet. <laughs> well, I well, thought we made it up earlier. Yeah. Well, what what I've what I've done, I've kept a record of who has got. The most correct scores, yeah. bang on. Right. Someone, one That's a person good one. is. So count back essentially. Yeah, one person is is relatively clear at the moment. I won't, obviously, I won't say who it is, mm-hmm. but uh, that's how I'm looking at doing it at the moment. 
Okay, that's a good, I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Okay, so we, I don't suppose there's that many fixtures this week then, is there? We have got seven at the moment. I think, okay. next, I think next season we should do uh, we should do playoff spots as well. Just to make it interesting. Let's not make it too complicated. So. <laughs> Getting carried away now. <laughs> Okay. okay, should we go for the thing? Let's go for the Duncan yes. Pemberton says, as long as I finish above the tavern boys, I'll be happy. No, oh, there's a challenge. Oh. There's a challenge. Okay, well, one um, of us has got to, got to do it. Uh, it's not going to be me, I can tell you that straight no. away. <laughs> no, it definitely won't be you. Um, I believe it's your um, start this week, Matt. Oxford against Leicester in the uh, in the old playoff. That's been, we league. should say, Oxford's been, been, a, yeah, so. been a, a, a successful um, uh, start, hasn't it, for Oxford? Yeah. Oxford it's against Leicester. I think tomorrow as well, mm. isn't it? Although yeah. they're, they are planning to stream an NDL match. I've seen. I'm sure whether it's that mm. one. I'm not sure. Uh, this I've, is an NDL, is it? Yeah. Okay. I've gone for Leicester by ten. Okay. Who have finished top? Yeah. Uh, we should say congratulations. It's up to you. Up to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we uh, Oxford versus uh, Leicester? Oh, uh, okay. That's I'll in go. the NDL, by the way. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Okay. So you could go anywhere, can you? Uh, Oxford, hopefully. (laughs) I'll go Oxford by 10. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Shall I go for a draw? Go for what you want, sir. I'm going to say Leicester by two. Okay. Okay, next up Sheffield against Wolves at Arlington Thursday night. Sheffield versus Wolves. Careful. Is it me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'm pretty good at uh, of doing this one. I'll go for uh, Sheffield by eight. So when we first came to this last week, I said it was going to be a draw both sides. Yeah. So obviously that's that's gone. So I'm actually going to say that, Sheffield, uh, so that Wolves are going to win by four. Then it's squeaky bottom time. <laughs> well, not for you, is it? No. <laughs> That leaves me, doesn't it? Yep. Go on. I'll go for it. Walls by six. <laughs> you could, your heart would not let you go any other way, would it? <laughs> wow. My head's screaming at it, so what, what earth are you doing, man? Yeah. But we're not out of it. Yeah. We're certainly not out of it. Four points. It's not, not insurmountable. Nowhere near. Right. Armadale against Leicester is the next one. Armadale versus Leicester. I've done much better of late, haven't they, Armadale? Yeah. Uh, Tough match, though. Yeah, Leicester. Leicester by 10. Me too. Me next, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Leicester by 14, I've gone. I'll go Leicester by 12. Okay, next up, the Championship Knockout Cup final first leg. Red car against Poole. Up to you, Matt. Poole by 12. I'll go Poole by 8. Poole by 10. I was going to say you don't like red, but I know that anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. No. Okay, next up is the uh, second leg of the NDL playoff. Water under the track. Leicester against Oxford. Leicester against Oxford. Din, din, din. It's up to you, Chris. Uh, I'll go Leicester by eight. Leicester by 18. Yeah, I've gone Leicester by 18. Mildenall, uh, Berwick against Mildenall is the uh, next one. Playoff. Playoff semi-final, first leg. That's, oh, yeah, I'm going to say Berwick by two. I've gone by ten. Chris? I'll go Berwick by twelve. Rich Thomas has gone Leicester by twenty-four, by the way. <laughs> um, last one in the championship, Plymouth against 
Glasgow. Could be an interesting. That's going to be yeah. Glasgow maybe deflated her uh, two mm. hammerings against. God, that that was Paul, that, yeah. that was a yeah. Uh, it's up to you anyway, Matt. Draw. Whoa. The draw is almost like sitting on the fence. I think. You'll go. Yeah. Uh, I'll go Glasgow by six. So I look at these and I, and I work out which one I'm going to go for a draw, and it was going to be that one. <laughs> now yeah. you're going to change your mind, are you? I'm going to say Glasgow by two. Okay. And that's it. And there we go. Fantastic. It's going to be interesting next week, isn't it? So, Bellevue in the box seat, I think, for the top floor title, regardless of whether it's Wolves or Sheffield, would you, you say? Would, you would think so, but it's a, fun, it's a funny old game. Mm. It's a funny old game. Um, some questions at the top here. Have we got some questions? Uh, no, I think. Uh, oh, I can answer that one. Why no tactical subs in playoffs? Because it's over two legs. Yeah. And that just makes uneven amount of points in each leg, uh, which is just plain wrong. Yeah, and complicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think as well. So yeah, that's so, why. But uh, I'm uh, in Bellevue. Box seat, I think. I mean, it's you know 29 years since they well, last won a title. I mean, Sheffield haven't done particularly well around Bellevue, no. have they? Well, I mean, the last time Sheffield went there, I think it was 57 33. Yeah, they absolutely got. I mean, Wolves are probably the one team that haven't done too badly at Bellevue this season. Yeah, you know, won there in the first match. It's um, strange because the two tracks are so different. Yeah, but we've got riders who ride Bellevue well. Yeah, um, and we, I think the, I think the two league matches have been 12 point wins for Bellevue. So it's not, you know, it's it's a defeat, but it's not not. Not pummeling like some other teams have taken. For a player file, it would probably be very different when you've got seven Bellevue riders really pumped up for it. That's why they bought Lamerton, you know. I mean, they've they've waited a long, long, long time to win a a league championship. I think what's what's been good for Bellevue as well when you look at their team is if you you look at the bottom end, you know, you've got Bloodhorn and um, Brennan. I mean, they started on off averages of four for Bloodhorn and Brennan 377. I mean, Blodden's finished on 636. Brennan's finished on 670. So they've both put uh, two, three points on their averages. Mm. You know, you haven't even touched on their top end strength yet. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're a different team from the team that started the season. Yeah. Uh, We're the only team that have kept the the, the 1 7 right from the start of the season. So, but I, I just wonder. No, I think, I think the one thing that Wolves. Who would you have not if you was going to, if you was going to have replaced somebody through the Drew season? Kemp. Drew Kemp's Kemp. had a poor season. Mm. He's disappointed me mm. this season. Really, I think that's where Wolves' Achilles heel has been at, at reserve. Been too many meetings where the reserves have been have been carried. Um, I mean, Leon Flint through no fault of his own has ended up as the number one reserve. Mm. You know, there's been a lot of pressure on him to deliver in meetings because Kemp hasn't. Um, Okay, so yeah, I'm just yeah. Rich Thomas says uh, still thinks you should do one show a month during winter to discuss news, signings, etc. And Chris Brown, whoever he is, yeah. said you can ask my wife if you like. True, yeah, yeah, yeah she'd be really happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I don't think I mean we will do shows over the winter. We'll, yeah, the we'll, one. we'll certainly yeah. do one after the uh, the AGM, the AGM. Yeah, 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 for sure, and. Um, Saying so, you know, that's going to happen, but to say no, I, I don't want to do something that's regular. We need to time no. to recharge our batteries no. and think about how we're going to 
do this differently next year and then come and do it exactly the same. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. It's a bit, bit BSPA, but different. Um, Wolves rate Leon extremely highly. It's clear to see. He'll be back. Heard the RS is going in Premier next season. Well, I'm going to ask you a question about RS. Leon. Rising Star. Ah. I'm going to ask you a question about Leon Flint. Okay. In a heartbeat. Would he might be back at Birmingham? I'd have him in a heartbeat. Right, whether you would have him back, do you think it's possible that he might go back? He seemed to be showing the love at the when he won the the under twenty one, didn't he? Yeah. With, with I don't know. He's a Berwick boy through and through, though, isn't he? It's his home club, his home team. It really well. Scott Nichols was a, was an Ipswich man, mm. was an Ipswich boy through and through. But he he felt when he, as I say, when he was on our show, I mean, he said he felt that he needed to to move to get out of that comfort zone. Mm. Really, um, it would be advent- it would be advantageous for him, obviously, you know, to if he's if he's back at Wolves next year, which I'm fairly certain he will be for for Birmingham, especially if if he's there. If there's a Wolves rider on for Birmingham, mm-hmm. then might convince a few Wolves fans to make the trip over to Perry Bar on Wednesdays, which would be good for. For Birmingham's uh, coffers, I think so. Mm-hmm. I would love to have. He, I mean, he's a, just a great kid, and, and he's great for the team. He's great. He's great with the fans mm, as well. Really, yeah. really good with the fans. I've got very lot, good. I've got a lot yeah. of time for Leon. You know, he's a he's a nice lad. Uh, Rich Thomas replies with, um, "I'm single. I'm good with other people's wives." <laughs> now, I'll just tell you. <laughs> I can just tell you this, Rich. I would be. I would end up single as well. Yeah. <laughs> so this is an interesting one. I, I'll, I'll put it out there for you. I'll get your answer and then I'll give you my answer. Um, Duncan Pemberton says, "How does Matt fancy compiling a quiz live for a winter show?" And then you have to type your answers. It was really quick off the uh, mark there, Matt. I'm guessing your answer is going to be right. Probably ends with off. I'm going to. I'm going to turn it. I'm going to turn this around. Because I've just had a really interesting idea. Uh, like For one ideas. one of the shows, perhaps if we do do something over the winter, instead of us asking questions, mm-hmm. those guys out there can ask us questions one by one. So it'll be my question, then it'll be Chris's, then it'll be yours, yeah. and we'll see who wins. So you guys would ask the questions, what do you think about well, I, those I, apples? Well, when I used to do Hospital Radio, we did a quiz at, uh, every uh, Christmas. Yeah. So something possibly... Yeah, we could do a Christmas quiz, I suppose. Yeah. I've got a few prizes I can give away and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you go back down just a bit? Uh, Craig Smith says, I hope the Rising Star scheme isn't scrapped in Premiership unless they bring it back. Thank you. In the Championship and enforce that team's using a user Rising Star. There has to be a progression from MDL up to the Championship, then Premiership. It can't stop. Brennan and Flint is proof Rising Star can work, and they probably wouldn't have had the opportunity had it not been brought in. I think all all fair comments. I would love to see Rising Star. Yeah, I would. It would... I there seems the reluctance to to you to do it in the second C though. Same with the um, when you had before what comment what it was now you had years ago the picks. Um, oh yeah, I know. What, yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm 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 really excited about next season because of course next year the World Cup's coming back. But you know, you think 
we could have Bewley, Lambert, Woofington, Brennan, yeah. possibly Liam Flint. I mean, that's that's going to be it. Yeah. That's a decent, that's a decent, decent lineup. It's a better, mm. much better lineup than we've had in the last few. Absolutely, World Cups, absolutely. So. Maybe it'll get more than one mention as well on the TV. No, it won't. Um, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it was the draft. We had a draft. The draft system, yeah. yeah. I couldn't remember what it was. That, so. would, that, that, that did b- b- build a lot of interest, and a lot of people watched that live on, on I think it was on Twitter, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And there's quite a few rides, mm. I think, that did benefit it from mm-hmm. it as well. So. Paul Stark being one of them. Mm. Yeah, mm. good rider, Paul Stark as mm. well. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would like to see it in the, the championship as well, given some NDL riders uh, a chance. Possibly not... Both, but maybe just the one birth mm. in, in the because you don't want people that are out of the depth, do we? Um, but yeah, I'd like to see that, that would be good. Well, apparently, yeah, Rich Thomas was on, uh, he was on Bullseye. Well, that's going back yeah. a bit, isn't it? Yeah. Did he win the speed boat, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> or, were you, or were you told this is what you could have won? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah this yeah. is what oh, and whatever it was. <laughs> That was a great impression. Absolutely fantastic. No, it really wasn't. No, it and, I'm, and I'm proud that it wasn't. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, there you go, Rich. You can you can chuck some questions at us when we uh, when we sort that out. Say, chuck some darts at us then. Well, there is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. We have come to the... Well, that happened quick. Yeah. Right, well, good luck to all of you guys out there in playoff positions. Yeah. Um, particularly Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you for what is possibly our last meeting next week. But I think we might be one We'll see. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night. Welcome to the Speedway Tavern. Enjoy your stay.